Bonjour, and welcome to Sabed, the podcast about psychology, philosophy, and minor grievances which shall not stand. I'm your host, Sophia, and this is Greg. Hi, Sophia. How are you doing today? Sophia? Sophia? Oh, right. She's not there because, you see, dear listener, I have started this episode off. Just lying to you. Sophia got a chance to do some international travel. She's... Actually, as I'm recording this, I don't know exactly where she is, uh, but time zones are hard, internet connection is questionable, and I told her, go be free, we'll do this again when we get back. Besides, now I have this podcast all to myself, and I have a rant for you. You see, when I was a young boy, back in the 1990s, I'm not going to keep that up, but I have been thinking about this. Back in 1991, I was six. And my school must have been out because I went to my Aunt Paulette's house for the day. And Aunt Paulette's house was great because she had four kids who were all in junior high and high school at that point. So they had all kinds of sweet video games and comic books and stuff they'd accrued. So I got to play, I don't know, Tech Mobile all day. But the other thing was, I didn't have cable internet growing up. And my cousins did. And they would tape shows off of TV, cartoons, kids sitcoms. And they had this shelf full of these six-hour-long cassette tapes with the names of shows written on the side on a piece of masking tape. Well, the tape I pulled off the shelf that day, the first show on it was Season 5, Episode 9 of the show Full House. And I'd never watched Full House before, but if you are a Full House head, you might know that Season 5 is when it was the most popular it had ever been. It had 38 million people watching it every night that year. For context, Game of Thrones had 12 million people watching it. Full House was enormous. So the other thing about season five, the main cast expanded. Um, Uncle Jesse got married, Aunt Becky got pregnant, and they had all these new viewers they needed to reintroduce to the show. So the thing about season five, episode nine, it was actually episode nine and 10. It was a double episode. It's a banger. It's Michelle's birthday party, Aunt Becky goes into labor, and Uncle Jesse's appendix explodes. Yeah, hell of a first episode to watch. But the thing is, all that stuff happens so the characters can sit in the hospital and reminisce about seasons one through four. You see where I'm going with this? It's a clip show. In my rant today, it's going to be about clip shows. Wait, wait, wait. Before you turn this off, clip shows are great. That's my rant. Clip shows get a bad rap, and I'm going to tell you why they're great. So I think the reason clip shows get a bad rap is they got their start as a way for TV shows to make a cheap episode to get their contracted number of episodes when they'd already blown their budget. So you bring in your actors, maybe you only bring in one actor to sit on a set and look the camera and set up the clips. 
he cut together a bunch of stuff he already shot, and boom, he just made TV for a buck fifty and a slice of cheese. The other thing a clip show can do, though, and why six-year-old Greg became a Full House fan after that day, is it's a way to get a new audience up to speed about what makes the show great. You can give each character or each segment of the show a nice little sizzle reel, and it's like they watched four seasons worth of stuff in 44 minutes. Sophia, does that feel accurate? What do you think shows are trying to do when they pull out a clip show? They're not telling, like, the full truth because they're doing it to, like, get a rise out of people to, like, say some sort of message. Yeah, right. So we're basically on the same page. Now, if you're new here, you're looking at the episode count and you're thinking, there's no way you can make a satisfying clip show out of seven episodes. You're just getting lazy already. To which I would reply, one, in seven episodes, we have more running time than two seasons of TV. I got plenty of clips. Two, turns out doing a clip show is way more work than producing a live podcast. I just scrubbed through seven times the audio I usually do to pull clips and edit them. Usually I listen to an hour and a half, cut out 10 minutes of tomfoolery and hit upload. And three, this is kind of fun. And I learned something, I think. And isn't that why we do this podcast in the first place? Sophia, I said, isn't that why we do this podcast in the first place? This podcast was kind of just a way to like, for me also to just like dispense my thoughts that I feel like I cannot say in like a regular conversation and just like talk about stuff that you might not be able to bring up. I kind of started like writing stuff in my notes app or like writing in my journal, for example. I used to actually be really good at journaling in 2020 when I had nothing else to do. I was just like writing down the random stuff about my day to try and remember that time of my life, which eventually turned into like, what if I put these into like a podcast episode there's some you know catharsis of being able to like rant into a microphone and post it on the internet also the podcast name is sabet which means so silly in french it's just kind of like a playful way of bringing up things that might be less you know yeah and you know i think what's important about the concept of calling the show sabet and like coming to a rant from a place of saying this is so stupid but like i said i don't want to put my friends through this because they already get a lot of my unfiltered thoughts which have no basis like no thoughts behind them it's just like me questioning the world ultimately whatever you're going to be talking about for however long we end up talking um is going to be focused on a specific topic and it you know maybe we'll go on tangents maybe we'll sprawl because that's what happens um but you always have that starting point and it's not staring at a blank page. It's actually coming from a point of view that we already have agreed upon. Um, and I think that's going to make it easier to, to find where we want to go with the conversation. And I think what I want out of this and what I want you to get out of this and like what I want someone who listens to this show to get out of this is to kind of better understand how each other think. That was a good way to tie it up. I don't think it's a cop out. So, yeah, that's the idea behind the show. Sophia and I used to work for the same company in Minneapolis, and, you know, we're upstanding, responsible corporate citizens, so I wouldn't say we wasted a bunch of time, but, you know, in any job, there's a lot of room to sit around and shoot the shit while you're working. And part of what got this podcast off the ground is Sophia moved to New York, and we still wanted to keep shooting the shit every once in a while. So this podcast is, more or less, broken up into the three types of conversations we like to have. You have your big, full workday topics. That's our big rant for the episode. You have your littler waiting for a meeting to start topic. That's our second little rant. 
uh, and then you have the song you text over or the book you bring in to put on the other person's desk or the movie you know they should see. That's our parting gift. So, what do you think, Sophia? Should we play some rant clips? It doesn't really matter. It's like she's really here. Here's the thing. Our rants get pretty meandering, so I'm just going to pull a bunch of bite-sized bits without context. And you will probably have no idea what's going on, but I don't know, maybe that's accurate. Okay, if we're going to do a clip show right, though, we need some montage music. Maybe like an 80s beat. Baseline. Maybe some synth stabs. Here we go. Today on the show, we're talking about why we decided to make a podcast. So, Greg, when was the last time you ranted and what was it about? There is a type of online content that tends to get kind of ridiculed, and it is the lowly React video. Today on the show, we're discussing Hassan Minhaj. Today on the show, we're discussing the possibility of robots taking our jobs. There were just a lot of things that I wanted to talk about in one episode. I was kind of struggling to figure out how to combine them all. Up is down, left is right, cats and dogs living together. I go down rabbit holes all the time. When I think of my platonic ideal of a rabbit hole, I'm going to an internet show from the early 2010s called Scott Bromley's Internet Rabbit Hole. I guess that's subjective, though, like, if you're a good person. I mean, I think that's where you get to those philosophical quandaries. That's actually a good point, yeah. Right. The French are real people. Oh, that's crazy. (laughs) We're not just... Controversial. (laughs) But anyway... We, we just said that fear is uh, is something that we seek out, so... But at the, not the expense of human life. Although... People of color can't really do the same things as, like, someone who's in the majority. And I'm here for it. That's, like, insane to me. Okay. There's a lot to unpack. I'm kind of a goody-two-shoes, and I'm like, I need to learn everything and then actually do it myself. I'm an anxious person, like, socially and just in general. Like, I'm a child, but also not a child. I have so many questions and so many thoughts. Okay. It doesn't really matter. If you're going to call that out, at what point does it become distinction without difference? Don't attack me. It's just that this is what I've drawn from, like, what I've read. We all have stories that we've told a bunch of times. Actually, I'm not going to talk about when we got the COVID scare in our house. I'm going to gloss over details in a different way. And I like to think I'm, like, self-aware enough to, like, prevent myself from that. But something about me is I like a challenge. I mean, you have to pee at some point. It feels so unnatural. Oh, this is interesting. When I was really big into K-pop in high school, first of all, I considered this person, like these people, to be experts in their field. Waterboarding people. This is kind of funny that I'm doing this right now. (laughs) Like, I don't really know the purpose of this. And the overarching theme of all of these things is just like, it doesn't matter. And I might not know anything about Wombats, but it's better than talking about what I did last weekend. <laughs> wow. It's so stupid. Boo capitalism. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, no, no. We can say it. Boo capitalism. That kind of strayed from my rant. <sighs> Wasn't that a trip down memory lane? After we have our long rant, we have our shorties. But if I clip them out, they don't really sound that different from the big rant. So... Let's put some different music underneath to make it obvious. 
Short Rant makes me think of the song Short People by Randy Newman. So maybe let's do a little piano thing. And like jazz drum and swing the bass. Okay, let's do it. So we've come to the section of our show where after our big rant for the day, we want to take things down a notch and uh, rant about something that is even a little bit smaller than what we were just talking about. I guess I'm anti-chair. What rice cooker is to kitchen, MP3 player is to pocket device. We were kind of noticing some similarities between fanboys of sports and fangirls of bands. Fall is my favorite time of year. Stop making it Christmas. But my grape is when the local trains randomly turn into an express train. Let's bring back ska music. I've been thinking a lot about when songs switch into halftime. I really enjoy a halftime breakdown. <laughs> the thing that we're doing, we're not potting, we're casting. My little Gen Z brain can't process the fact that it could be anything else. I'm old and analog a little bit. My rant of the week is I really hate professional shoes. Well, and then the moral of the story is it kills Frosty, and so they can't do that. Oh, that's um, dark. It's super dark. Okay. Ignorance is bliss sometimes. That was a stupid rant. I'm an idiot. If it's bringing us together, like if it's something that we can talk about, then I feel like that's not, you know, that's not necessarily a bad thing. And we all need that in our lives right now because the planet is on fire and everything is fucked and we all need to slip on our checkered vans and play air trombone and get aggressively into silly, crazy, anarchist music. I loved that peek into your brain. I just hate it. I hate it. I have no rant left in me. Yeah, so you can hear that the topics on the show go all over the place, but when I was flipping all this stuff out, there was one topic I just couldn't get away from. Let me set up the music. Going back to Taylor Swift, people always criticize her. It always goes back to Taylor Swift with me. I don't know. It's like Taylor Swift. She's a businesswoman at the end of the day. I mean, Taylor Swift has been an industry mainstay since she was, whatever, 13 years old. Look at him like Taylor Swift. Our version of that puts a little bit of Taylor Swift in every episode. Like, if anything, like Taylor Swift should feel good about that. Like, for for example, Taylor Swift. And so then... Nate went off to do Broadway and Jack went off to write Taylor Swift albums. I like that too. I mean, that's like the essence of all Taylor Swift albums. Speaking to Taylor Swift some more. Like with Taylor Swift guitar videos? I think she's a very good acoustic guitar player. Bringing it back to your thesis, kind of, almost. At least you mentioned it when you were ranting. (laughs) But also bringing it back to Taylor Swift. And that, as this show has taught us it always does, brings us back to Taylor Swift. Does this person, like, will he like this video of Taylor Swift playing Cornelia Street acoustically in Paris? Because I think that's one of her best performances. Me too, friend. Me too. So, we've come to the part of the show where this jarring sound clip always comes in. That is a clip from one of my favorite movies of all time. It's from Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which was Tim Burton's first movie. It was Danny Elfman's first movie score. It's about a man-child who has his super sweet, tricked-out bicycle stolen, and he goes on a road trip to Texas to get it back. Aspirational. 
like I said, I didn't have TV growing up really, but the library had this movie to check out. So when I was like four, every time we go to the library, if this movie was in, I'd get it. And at some point, my mom got tired of going to the library every three days to get Pee-wee's Big Adventure. But like movies used to be expensive. So she did the thing any mom on a public school teacher's salary would do. She took the movie to school and she used the AV club's equipment to pirate it. Which, you know, in hindsight, it's punk rock, mom. Except she didn't get anybody from the AV club to help her. And she didn't hook up the decks right. So she copied the entire movie without sound. And she didn't realize it until she got it home and gave it to me. But at that point, I had seen the movie so many times that I stood in front of the TV and did my own live dub of all the dialogue, music, sound effects. I love this movie. So my parting gift today is to go watch Pee-wee's Big Adventure. It's like four bucks on your video on-demand service of choice, and you'll finally understand the context for the parting gift stinger. So here are a bunch of other parting gifts. Parting Gift is the part of the show where we give you a piece of media, a piece of advice, an activity, something to do to get you through to the next time we are able to get together and rant together. Yes. Okay. So my Parting Gift is a movie that I saw recently. It's the upcoming Studio Ghibli movie. It's called The Boy and the Heron. My Parting Gift is an album by the artist Heatbox. Um, He is a beatboxer slash funk musician. My recommendation is actually a YouTube channel. It's called Answer in Progress. Oh, you know who this is, and I know who this is, and now we're friends. I found that I really like sitting on the floor (laughs) during meals. My parting gift for this week is the show The Bear. I really like Japanese mayo. You squeeze that little baby and it just makes anything better. (laughs) Exactly. There was like a BTS game like that. It was great. Missed the Book of Dunny. I mean, my recommendations are not particularly new. I didn't realize we were going for new things. I guess, so. I guess one time you told me to go outside, but maybe that is new. <laughs> Tying into my rant, I'm going to recommend two movie reactor YouTubers. I mean, they're like reviewing Ratatouille and so <laughs> Would recommend 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm just going to recommend an artist. He's not a new artist. He's been around for a really long time. And I've liked him for a really long time, but this week he was just like on my shuffle for some reason. And I was like, wow, I really like his music. So I'm recommending the artist Still Woozy. And I finally got around to putting Still Woozy on the kitchen speakers. All of the buzzwords that you just used to describe are all things that I like. Gold star. But you like recommend me a song and then I think of another song that sounds like it. And then you think of another song that sounds like it. And that's like kind of like 90% of our conversations. Man, I can never listen to the song in the same way ever again. So, hey, that was the very first Sabet Clip Show. Next episode, Sophia will be back. We'll get the band back together. And we'll see y'all next time. Here's what past Greg and Sophia say when it's time to end the show. What I love about this podcast is every time we talk about something, I get to spend the next week going down rabbit holes like this. And that makes me very happy. I'm always in pain afterwards. Goodbye. Au revoir. But until then, have a good week, have a good day, have a good life, and au revoir. Au revoir.